The work hours for a professional working in athletics can fluctuate. That is why the University of Cincinnati Online designed a Master of Sports Administration program that is both flexible and 100% online. Connect and build relationships with other students, alumni working in athletics, and their experienced staff. The best part? You can graduate in as little as one year. Unsure about going back to school? UC Online has a team of student success coordinators ready to guide you from start to graduation. Reach out today and learn more about UC Online. Go to online.uc.edu. Look under master's programs and find the master in sport administration. One more time, go to online.uc.edu. Look under master's programs and then find the master of sport administration. If you graduate with your degree and think now the world will become apparent to me what I can and should do, that's backwards. If you want to work in the sports industry, now is the time to listen up. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. We've got a great topic for today on the Monday podcast. Monday podcast, for all of you who are new to the show, we handle a fan question. Anything sports career related. We get in a lot of good questions, but we can always use more. So you can email me if you have questions. You can email me at bclapp at workinsports.com, B-C-L-A-P-P. That is my email address. Don't abuse that. Uh, you can DM us on Twitter. You can record yourself asking your question, and we'll use it in a, in a show. We'll put it on our YouTube channel. We'll put your voice on the show. We would love to have you be a part of our show. So ask your questions. Let's get into important conversations. We want to handle the problems that you have. Speaking of which, we have a great question today from Kellen in Minnesota. Hey, Brian. I'm a sophomore in college studying sports management, and my professor just told us we need to do two internships to graduate and to start thinking about what we want to do. I'm nervous, and I have no idea what to do. Can you help? Kellen, this is very likely the most important conversation we will have. You, me, everybody listening. If you want to work in the sports industry, now is the time to listen up because internships are the key to your career success. You will learn what you like to do. Sometimes people go on internships and they're like, oh my gosh, I hated that. It was not what I intended. I didn't like it. What do I do now? And they start to panic. That's okay. Internships are that opportunity to learn what you like and don't like, right? You'd rather figure that out now while you're in college and you're a junior and you can pivot and change and take different courses than when you're 22, graduated, go take a job, you're living in a strange city, and then you're like, I hate this, right? So internships are good for that. You'll discover your point of view. You're going to be exposed to a lot of things happening in the industry. It's going to help formulate what you think about the world and what you think about the sports industry and how you process information. You're going to gain experience for your resume. You're going to have things on there that stand out, places that you've worked, things that you've done, tasks that you can accomplish. And then you're going to start building your network. You're going to start to get to know people. You're going to start to communicate with others. You're going to start to know people that work at other places and go on to do bigger and different things. And you're going to establish your personal brand. The sports industry is pretty small. I know a lot of people and they know a lot of people and then they know a lot of people and you're all kind of connected. And you talk to somebody and you meet somebody new and you're like, oh yeah, I know them. Oh, I worked with them here. I know I worked with them there. If you are establishing your personal brand as an intern, right as in the, in the opening gate, 
nailing this, working hard, doing everything right, you establish your persona for the industry right then. Internships, I want to make this really clear. Internships are not a check the box activity. Your professor, you told you you had to do two. And you might be thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to get an internship, check the box. I'm done with that assignment. Now I can graduate. No, this is not just a go through the motions. All those things I just talked about are super important for you to get out of this experience. Imagine, imagine you have a job interview, you've graduated, you're going to get a job and the person asks you, okay, tell me about a time you faced a challenge and a work experience and how did you overcome that? What did you do? And you're like, well, I never really took any of my internships seriously. I kind of just checked the box and got it done. Like you don't have a story to tell. Internships are that key. Take them seriously. Okay. How many of you have heard the name Kyle Davidson before? Maybe not many of you. If you are following Work in Sports on Twitter, at Work in Sports, you would have heard this name before because we've been talking about him this week. So Davidson graduated with a bachelor's degree in sports administration from Laurentian University in 2009. I had not ever heard of Laurentian University until about 20 minutes ago. So that's cool, right? Didn't go to the biggest name school in the world, and it was only 12 years ago. So pretty recent graduate. He became an intern after that for the Chicago Blackhawks as a video assistant. 12 years later, at the ripe old age of 33, he was named the 10th GM in Blackhawks history. He is now the GM of the Blackhawks, and he started there as an intern. So what do you think he did when he first started his internship? Did he just go through the motions? Did he just show up, check the box, go home? I'm guessing that he did a kick-ass job. And he started to build his brand where the people around there were like, this guy's special. They identified it early. And he was a high riser in the organization and he stayed and he became something great. That could be your story, but only if you take your internships really seriously. From intern to GM, that's crazy. So Kellen and everyone listening, you will have assignments from professors to do internships. It will be a requirement of you graduating, but it's much bigger than that. Internships are the start of your career. So let's start, let's talk, get into the strategy and the approach. Okay, first things first. If you're told you have to do an internship for your college career or not, you are going to do an internship. A lot of people have difficulty finding the time to do that. And I I fully understand and appreciate that. There are a lot of people that are paying their way through school. There are a lot of people that are paying, uh, taking care of siblings. Everybody has different situations you still have to try to do internships. Make sure they're paid. I think every internship should be paid, but that's a rant for another day. Now let's talk about strategy. You have to do at least two, okay? No matter, I hope you do more, but you have to do at least two. And when you do, ideally you wanna have one at a big organization and one at a smaller organization. Let me explain. So I just finished interviewing Tamara Brown, who is a New England Patriots reporter, team reporter and producer. Amazing, amazing woman. That's going to air on Wednesday. Great interview. You guys are going to love it. We talked a lot about her internship experience, and she had an intern with the Washington Redskins and an internship at WAVY in Portsmouth, Virginia. She wanted to be a reporter, so it made sense for her to do these things. She worked on the content team at the Redskins, worked in local news and sports uh, at WAVY. And so we had this exact conversation. Like, tell me about those two differences. Tell me about what was different about them. She was like, big company don't do as much 
right? You're going to have some really narrow things you're working on. It might be collating. It might be getting water at training camp, but you're around the best practices of the industry, the best people in the industry. You're meeting people that are important. You have something really stand out on your resume. And she's like, on the small internship in this other place, I was doing everything. I had to fully function like an employee and I learned so much. And that is the strategy. That is the philosophy. Get that big name experience because that's going to stand out on your resume. You know, you might not have the greatest experience in your mind, but if you network, if you build relationships, if you observe and see how things operate and ask good questions of your intern coordinator and other people in the organization, you're going to learn a lot, but you have to be really proactive in doing that. If you just show up and do the assignment to hand out water at training camp and you aren't really absorbing all those other things, you're not going to get as much out of it other than just a big name on your resume, which has value. But then also look to a minor league team, look to a smaller marketing agency, look to other opportunities that can give you the actual experience hands-on. If you're working in a minor league baseball team, you're going to do everything. And that experience is absolutely invaluable. So now you have big and small experiences on your resume, a lot of stuff you've done, a lot of people you've met, a really good balance of experience. Now, one thing to make really, really super clear is that People come and they talk to me and they talk about their personal brand. How do I build my personal brand? And to them, what they're saying is, how do I create content that goes viral? How do I get a social camp? How do I get a social profile that people start to know and engage with? How do I write a post that gets published on a certain article? They view that as their personal brand. And it is. That is part of it. But I believe strongly your personal brand starts when you have your feet on the ground at an internship or when you communicate with people in the industry. Every one of these moments, you're establishing who you are. I mean, what are you doing in those moments? Are you showing up on time? Are you well-dressed? Are you ready to take on the day? Are you really doing every assignment to the best of your ability? That establishes your personal brand. So when Kyle Davidson, when he showed up with the Blackhawks, what do you think he was doing to build his brand? That's your personal brand. These are the moments that really stand out right there. Now, with that said, you have to be your own advocate on these internships as well. What I mean by that is if you have an idea of what career path you want to go down. So we'll use the Tamara Brown example again. She wanted to be a reporter and she wanted to learn editing and she wanted to learn how to produce. She's at the Giants, let's say, and her job is to hand out water, do whatever, something somewhat menial. And she's like, I'm not getting as much out of this as I want. My advice to her, to you, to anybody else listening the first two months you're on any internship, do exactly what you're told to the absolute best of your ability to the nines. Do everything 100. After the first two months, start to advocate for yourself. Start to talk to your internship coordinator and say, hey, you know, I'd really like to learn nonlinear editing. I'd really like to observe how the graphic design team works. I'm really interested in how the sales team works through their lead scoring process. If you start to tell your internship coordinator things that you want to learn out of this experience that are tracking with where you want to end up in your career, then they can put you in these positions. If you don't advocate for yourself, you're not going to build those skills that are relevant to where you want to end up. So again, Tamara wanted to, Tamara wanted to work at WA, it was at WAVY in Portsmouth, Virginia. She wanted to work as a reporter. She did kick butt during her internship. And then she said, I'd really like to go out with reporters and continue to learn what this process is like out in the field. 
If she didn't tell her internship coordinator that, if she didn't have a mature conversation about that, they wouldn't have given her that opportunity. If she said, I want to learn nonlinear editing, well, great. They can set her up for that now, but only if she speaks on her own behalf. So again, that's after you've proven yourself. That's after you've done the work, shown up on time, been well-dressed, paid attention, asked good questions, and executed on every task you were given. Now is when you start to layer in things that you want to get out of this experience. Because you want to come out with items on your resume that say, I can do these things that are aligned with the marketplace demand. That's what you want to get out of this. Secondarily, another point that is important for you to to conceptualize as you go through your internship is that you should be writing things down that you are doing. Keep yourself somewhat of a diary. And again, I know this sounds kind of like an old person's recommendation. I mean, it sounds like your mom or dad telling you like, you know, you should write down a journal or something. And it sounds sweet. And then you think, I'll do that. And then two days later, you don't. This is a little different, but it's on the same path. I fully acknowledge and nobody's going to want to do this. I I understand that you're going to turn a deaf ear to this, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I think it's important. I think you should. When you go on an internship and you work there for six months and you are doing that amongst all of your other college classes, your training, your parties, your friends, your relationships, your, you know, events that are going on, that's all going to blend together those things that you've done on your resume, on your internship. But if you literally take five minutes after each internship shift and you write down those key things that you did or experienced or were pressed to do, and maybe who you met and keep track of these things, just take a little bit of time to do it. What's going to happen is six months from then or eight months from them or 10 months from them, when you're interviewing for jobs and somebody asks you a question, somebody like me who's interviewing says, hey, tell me about a time you did X, Y, or Z. You don't sit there with your thumb in your nose saying, oh, crap, I can't think of anything right now. If you've written stuff down the day before you have an interview, you go through and review these things and it sparks your memory again so you can pull these out in these conversations. You need to have proof of concept. You need to be able to tell stories of what you've accomplished during an interview. And the only way you're going to remember the nuances of what you've done is if you write things down. So do it. Do it! Whether you think it's lame or not. Do it. Do it. Okay. The final point I want to make is that internships will give you career clarity. That's an important thing you need to get out of your college experience. You can't just graduate with a generic sports management degree and not a set of specific skills that match with where you want to go for your career. If you graduate with your degree and think now the world will become apparent to me what I can and should do, that's backwards. You need to be establishing that sophomore, junior year, and then working towards that goal your last two years of college. Doing internships will help you experience what things are out there, what potentials there are, what things you really enjoy. So when you're working for a minor league team and you're working at fan experience one night or you're working in the box office another night or you're working in you know sales floor another night, you start to experience all these different things and realize, I really found a niche here. You need to establish that and then put your plan together to gain the, gain the experiences that are in, in demand for those roles once you graduate. So you have to have this view as your internship as unlocking this world of the sports industry for you and really starting to present to you all the options that are out there. If you go through this process, Callan, and you take this process seriously and you really dive into this opportunity holistically, everything that is available to you, all these things that I've listed off, if you come out of your internships with this level of what's going on, you will be in a really, really good position. 
And that will give you a lot more confidence because you know what you like, what skills are in demand, where you need to go, your point of view, all those important factors. Thank you so much for listening, Kellen. Great question. Please remember to send in your questions to me. In addition to that, Tamara Brown is an amazing interview coming up on Wednesday. So make sure you tune in for that. She is the team reporter and producer for the New England Patriots. My hometown team, my favorite team. So I possibly fanboyed out a little bit, but she's really professional. So I couldn't crack her. I tried to talk a little bit Patriots jive, but she was like, I don't know. She was just, she was informed and smart and professional and I was goofy. So nonetheless, tune in on Wednesday and you'll enjoy that. Thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate every single one of you. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Helps us grow. That's what brings in the guests. We need to go to somebody and say, hey, we're in the top 7% of podcasts worldwide, which we are. When you go to somebody and say that, they want to come on the show. So help me raise those numbers. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell other people. Thank you, everybody.